Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, the last couple days I've talked about Joel and Amos, and the very next uh, chapter in the Bible is the book of Amos. So I want to talk a little bit about the book of Amos and just uh, see what he has to say as we're learning from these minor prophets, some incredible truth that goes right along with who we are today and gives us great instruction. So I encourage you to read these short uh, prophecies, these short books by these prophets, because they are powerful and they will help us. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the Word of God. It speaks to our heart. It touches our mind. And Lord, I pray it leads us. May your Holy Spirit get a hold of each of our minds and hearts that we would be in touch with you. Lord, I give you thanks and praise for loving us. And Lord, so many times putting up with us. But Lord, you are a God who forgives. And Lord, I pray you'd forgive us of our sins, that we'd repent and we'd turn to you and our lives be afresh and alive with the Spirit of Almighty God. And we would be a living witness wherever we go. God, help us to stand up for truth and not to run. Not to run for everybody else who's thinking something else and living by the world and justifying sin. May we never justify sin. I love you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity to share today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, let's just talk about the book of Amos uh, for a for a minute or two. You know, another, like I said, old passage of Scripture that came from way back in uh, in early B.C., you know, that so long ago that, that this happened. And it's just so important that we hold on to these truths from 750 to 850 B.C. that it rings out afresh to us today. And, and this passage today is Amos chapter 6, and it's verse 1 through 8. I'm going to read the passage to you. I want you to think about this, and we're going to talk about it. For a few minutes today, and and I'm glad you're listening. Thank you for listening. I hope your day's going well. I hope you're serving, serving God mightily and powerfully. It means a lot to me to know that you listen to Christian radio. I've recently met some people that have came into church that started, uh, and they told me they listen to the show on the radio. I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for anybody who listens to Christian radio, and there's a great number of Christian uh, pastors that speak on the radio, and and I'm very proud to be a part of one of the one of the pastors, and so I, I, what I mean is being one of the many pastors that share it. It's a privilege to be able to share with you on the radio. So anyway, let's share out of uh, chapter six of Amos, verse one through eight. He starts out heavy. He says, "Woe to you that are complacent in Zion, and to you who feel secure on Mount Samaria, you notable men." of the foremost nation to whom the people of Israel come. Go to Kalna and look at it. Go from there to Great Hamath, and then go down to Gath in Philistia. Are they kingdoms off? Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is their land larger than yours? You put off the day of disaster and bring near a reign of terror. You lie on the beds adorned with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lamps and 
fattened choice lambs. I said lambs, choice lambs and fattened calves. You strum away on your harps like David and improve, improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotions, but you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. Your feasting and lounging will end. Wow. <laughs> He's the, he is uh, certainly talking about complacency. And folks, that is something that we have got to talk about. We have got to talk about. We will never be everything God wants us to be until we understand that he wants all of us and not just a part of us. You know, just spend some time reading early chapters in the Bible or in the early chapters in the book of Revelation to see how God is waking up churches and the letters that Paul writes to the churches. So many of them are wake-up calls. And now in 2023, we need a wake-up call. I think God is tired of the feel-good gospel, but he wants people to live in truth. Folks, truth is not a concept. It is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and until we really get it, there's going to be a war going on within us. We can see in Joel that the Lord detests a prideful spirit. He detests a prideful spirit. If any of you today have that spirit, if you are not putting God on the real throne of your lives, you need to have to come, you need to have a come to God session. And I hope it begins in your life and my life today. Not tomorrow, not next week, but today, right now. You're saying, well, Pastor, I'm on my way somewhere. I probably won't be thinking about this message um, uh, anytime soon. Well, I hope you think about it. I hope I'm just not wasting my voice on the air sharing the Word of God, trying to get across His message, and uh, people just throw it out the window. Folks, you throw it out the window, you know, it, you're only harming yourself. It's time to take a real look at who you are in Jesus. And I ask right now that you would think about that wherever you're at, whatever your situation is, whether you're driving down the road or whether you're in your kitchen making, making dessert, think about where you're at with God and respond to him. You know, there's three, uh, from these three books in the Bible that I've, I've read, these uh, three prophets the last uh, three, three days, there's some points that come from them. And you know, the first point is this, love God unconditionally. Love him unconditionally. Joel says it, Hosea says it. You know, in fact, almost all the books, uh, all the books say it, Amos says it, is just love him unconditionally. And then the New Testament talks about it all the time. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. But just love him no matter what. And I know there's times that things happen in your life. And you say, man, I've had to deal with more things. Pastor, you don't know what I've had to deal with. I've had to deal with a lot more than you've ever had to deal with. Well, number one is how do you know that? And number two, and I know you think, well, you've heard the story of my family and their godly family. And so I had it a lot better. I admit, I did. I came from a godly family that God was on the throne of every one of my family members. And I got to watch them in action I got to uh, 
be that, uh, see an example. And I try to be that for my wife and my child and my church and my friends. But he wants us to love him unconditionally, not without strings, no strings attached, but you love him because he's asked us to love him with all our heart, our soul, and our mind. Then number two, he asks us to repent of our sins and to receive the Holy Spirit. He says in Acts, repent every one of you. He says, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. He says, actually repent and be baptized and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Some people say, well, I don't need to be baptized. It's just a formal thing, sharing what you from the outside, what you're doing on the inside. Well, the Bible says to be. So I think maybe we ought to be. I think that we ought to be baptized. You say, well, Pastor, I've never been baptized. It's time. Be baptized. You say, well, I don't have a church that can be baptized in. Yes, you do. You can come to Cloverdale Church of God, talk to myself, Pastor Allen, any of our pastors, and we will make sure you're baptized. And it says when you're baptized, you will receive the Holy Spirit. That's a promise in the Word of God. And then the last point, which we just talked about from this great book of, of Amos, is move beyond spiritual complacency. Move beyond spiritual complacency. And people, if you do that, you're going to start seeing the power of the Holy Spirit in your life in such a way that maybe you've never seen it before. And you're going to realize, Pastor, what I've done, I have n- never sold out to God. All I've said is I believe. And all I did is I went to church a few times. I even paid some tithe. But you haven't sold out. If you sell out to him, if everything's about him, man, you can live in the joy of the Lord every day, knowing that it's going to be a great day when he returns and knowing that you can enjoy your life. You don't have things hanging over your head. You know, and when the Bible says he's in every eye will see him, every tongue will confess, I'm coming again in the clouds, that you'll know that you're going to be gone. On that first wave, you're going to be gone. You're going to be in heaven no matter what the future holds after that. I wouldn't want to be one of those left behind. I wouldn't be one of those that didn't know. I wouldn't want to live in that fear of knowing, uh, not knowing what tomorrow holds. Choose God. Choose him today. Choose to live for him. And choose to love God unconditionally and certainly repent and move beyond being complacent. See, God wants to work in our lives, and I'm convinced that he called his church to be a beacon light in the community for him, and we must let nothing get in the way of it. I pray that your church and my church is a beacon light in our community. That people don't look at me as, oh, there's Pastor Tom. Of course, I'm now, I'm one of the associates. But they don't look at me, but they look at God. They look at the Spirit of God. They don't look at Paul Shepard because he's a tremendous speaker. But they look at God. They don't look at some of these great churches that are growing great guns. We have some in town that are growing rapidly. But they look at God and they're involved in these churches and churches are growing rapidly because people are spreading the good news because they're loving God with all their heart, soul, and mind and putting him first. Our dear Heavenly Father, I love you and I thank you for these books of prophecy in the Old Testament. Lord, they're small books, but they carry a lot of weight because they carry your word, Lord, your truth. 
God, I pray if there's anyone today that needs to repent, Lord, in the name of Jesus, they'd repent of their sins, and Lord, that they would love you unconditionally, and Lord, they would move to a new level of spiritual awareness, and they would serve you mightily. God, walk with them, and certainly walk with me, Lord. I need you. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.